Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's almost 2021. It is. We're almost finally out of this hellhole of a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that much is going to change come January 1st, but I don't know. It's it's nice that we can put 2020 like all the way behind us. Yeah, like we will at least know... That our year is going to suck ahead of time. <laughs> that's that's really the big thing because going into 2020, I was really optimistic about like so many different things, and it was just all crushed. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least we we don't we're going in with very low expectations. Yeah. So, so like if we're that. free by October, 2021 is going to be like the best year ever. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <sighs> but are we going to be free by October? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Stairs off uh, into but people distance. are getting vaccinated. My my in-laws got vaccinated this week, so that's cool. That's exciting. Um, I'm really jealous of them. They're healthcare workers, so like I'm not like mad about them getting <laughs> yeah. it and me not, but like I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's I mean that's the good news too in 2021 is like every month more and more people are going to be vaccinated, mm-hmm. which is better than we could say for 2020. So yeah, God. 2020 was was a lot, y'all. It was bad, I would say. It was bad. Just generally bad. Yeah. I just had, like, I don't know, fucking PTSD flashbacks sitting here. I was like... (laughs) I know. I was trying... I was doing some reflecting earlier and some journaling on 2020, and it was was not a... um, not a happy like jog down memory lane i know chris got me this cute little book last christmas that was like it's one of the line a day journals where you just write like one Uh important thing that happened and i did it for like january and then stopped because yeah nothing happened except just uh anxiety and anguish yeah i was like i don't know if i really want to be like documenting this like sat at home all day worried watch the news like yeah. animal crossing like wow what an incredible year you've had Two hundred thousand americans had died as of today yay yay we hit a new milestone everyone i heard that yesterday i think or maybe not yesterday two days ago we hit the like highest death toll and it was like 3700 or something remember um, like a so, week ago when it was news when we hit 3,000 mm-hmm. yeah now we're, we're gonna hit 4,000 like any day now yeah it's great it's so really fun. going well it's super fun it's great it's a real hoot so. it really is <laughs> but let's try to talk about some happier stuff um yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and switch things up and just go ahead and like confess that I've literally watched nothing this week like I <laughs> was sitting down and I was like what can we what can I talk about on the show today that I've talked that I've watched uh and it's been nothing and it's I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's been Christmas and like mm-hmm. that weird week between Christmas and New Year's where like time doesn't exist and I don't even know what I've been doing but I haven't been watching TV so that. yeah I know there are a couple things that are new right now that I'm interested in watching particularly there's a new season that just started of unexpected on TLC which is a teen pregnancy show that I that's your shit that is my shit as you well know um so there's a couple episodes of that out that I'm gonna watch soon but I haven't gotten around to it but that's I just wanted to confess right now I'm a bad (laughs) tv watcher because I haven't watched anything of that's okay I mean most of my tv watching this week has been um college bowl games oh fine so I've been listening to podcasts and um I've been watching this youtube channel called that chapter 
Yes, I watched I like them like all through, um, like in the summertime when I was get- first getting into embroidery. I like would embroider and watch their vi- their videos all the time, and it was nice. awesome. Yeah, the- I really like them too. I love the length of the videos. I feel like mm-hmm. it's like the perfect amount of time to explain like the case or whatever. Yeah, uh, without like being like super long and adding a bunch of unnecessary shit that I don't care about. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I like it a lot i like the length and i like the production style i yes, guess yes. and the dude's voice is fine it's good it is yeah it's like there's so many true crime youtube channels out there that are just like and then and you're like my ears please please yeah i don't even need like a good voice i just need a tolerable voice yeah yeah, yeah i agree who can just i agree do, like a little npr just get a little smooth with it mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I like I like that that channel quite a bit too. So yeah, but yeah, that's really all I've been watching too. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, it's yeah, it's one of my goals in the new year to like actually sit down and watch TV because I feel like the past couple of months, for whatever reason, I just kind of have been off my like normal TV watching game, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of catching up to do. So that's something I'm hoping to do in the next couple weeks. Is yeah, to get back into that groove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we finally sat down and watched Unorthodox, which came out like mm-hmm. 100 years ago in January yep. 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's been on my list for a long time, too. And I just have not. It was really it. good, but not trashy. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but was Fundy. <laughs> that's in, you know, Fundy is always a little bit, at least a little bit trashy. Like that's oh, kind yeah. of the, yeah. the air around it. And actually, that will lead us quite beautifully into our discussion for the week we are going to continue on our Duggar journey and we are going to talk about uh counting on so we are on to season six which this season largely I feel like revolved around Joy and Austin's wedding Mm -hmm. um and a little bit of Joe and Kendra's courtship Mm -hmm. uh which actually brings us to the first episode of the season which is called a new courtship and this one is kind of it if you remember season five ended on kind of a cliffhanger of sorts Mm -hmm. with uh joe talking to pastor caldwell asking for his permission to court his daughter kendra Mm -hmm. and of course he gets the permission and so this episode um starts with basically joe asking kendra to be in a courtship and the way he did it in such and like his plan for it i don't even know like a part of me is like you know what at least he like tried to think of something like which is more than can be said for a lot of guys i would say oh yeah but um so basically his plan was um joe and kendra as along with her dad and some of their other family members Mm -hmm. were going to a car auction which is a very common occurrence in the duggar household we know how the duggars love to buy their used cars and their car salesmen that's their shit Mm -hmm. so it wasn't yeah so it wasn't like a weird thing for them to be doing but it it was like i don't know it it was weird though it was so weird like it seemed so awkward and like i know that they were saying that they moved to get kendra's mom and sister or or jana a car i don't remember who somebody i think it was jana i think it was yeah and so like it would make sense that like kendra would go if they were getting her mom a car too Right. But yeah, I guess so. Still seemed very weird, maybe because like the film crew doesn't usually go with them or something. So it was like somebody yeah. knew something was up. Right. But, it's like, it's weird. Like, why would they just be coming for us 
buying cars for our family members. But like, then again, they don't have much else going on in their lives. So maybe they yeah. did think that was something big. I don't know. Maybe but it's then, like the auction or the Walmart. Those are your two options in Arkansas. That's true. I guess maybe one is a little, I don't even know which one I'd rather be at. But um, I don't know. Uh, but so after they went to the car auction, and I think like the the idea around basing this around the car auction was they were supposed to get over to this particular part of town Mm -hmm. and they were going to swing by joe's old the the old duggar house which Mm -hmm. isn't even there anymore it's a fucking concrete slab yeah which is hilarious like did they just go scorched earth on it like why is this house gone I don't yeah like there's not it's not like they built anything else there like it's like literally just gone <laughs> it's so weird um but the weirdest thing was like he kept talking about like oh yeah I was born inside this house and I grew up in this house and it's just like okay I don't think that's as romantic as you think it is mm-hmm. like I feel like he thought it was going to be it would be really romantic to bring her to like the site of his childhood but it's just like oh okay weird we're just at this concrete slab they all were saying in the talking head part that like he was such a genius for this romantic gesture that like this is where my life started and this is where I want my life to start with you and it's like this is where Jim Bob and Michelle fucked. Yeah, this is where like these no. Also that had nothing to do with you. Like you yeah. just were born. You didn't do anything in this house. It's Good not job. It's so weird and it just felt so strange and even weirder was like when he actually asked her to court him he just like asked her like right out in uh-huh. front and with like everyone around like didn't even like be like hey let's can we go take a walk over right. here and maybe he was just like you want to court and she was like ah, yes i know i know i think he was i think so i tried to write down what he asked when he said asked her to court him and i said anyway i guess it's kind of neat to be here want to go into a courtship with me <laughs> Like, that's literally the part that I got. Like, it's kind of neat to be here. Like, he didn't even explain the significance of, like, all the things that they were saying in the talking heads part. Like, this is where I was born, and this is where our relationship is born. Exactly. It was just like, it's neat. Huh. Yeah, it was... Poor Joe. He's just... he. I think I've mentioned this on one of the past episodes, but in particular, all of the Duggars, you know, are not... They don't have a lot going on in the head. Like, Uh-oh. we can see that... It's clear, but like Joe in particular, he's just, he's just, there's the, the lights are on, but no one's home. I know I have. Well, okay. And so the thing that really got me on this one is when he and Kendra were sitting in the like talking head part and Mm -hmm. he's like looking over at her and he just looks like he has this full Neanderthal face, like the brow and he has his mouth like hanging open, like (gasps) at her. And I was just like. Are you Poor there, guy. bud? Like, He's did not. you get some head trauma? Like, I don't know what's happening. Something happened to him because, whew. um, and Ke- Kendra, I, sh- her laugh drives me fucking insane. Like, I'm trying not to be like super mean about it because, I mean, she's fine. She's a very like upbeat yeah. kind of person, I which mean, is like great, for great and them. fine not my like I'm not that style at all so like that type of person is not somebody I would like gravitate towards but her laugh just grates on me so much and she's just constantly giggling and oh my fucking god I know she has that whole thing going for me where she's like doing the pretend meek where she's like (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes the time that's what gets me 
It, yeah, and she's I hate and all of these fundies mostly I that I've seen on the show at least do it, but I hate it when adult children okay. are call their call their father daddy. Yeah. It makes me fucking want to die. And she yeah. does it all the time. And the way she says it, she sounds like a literal child. And it's like you are getting married and going to be a mother in like less than a year, literally. And still calling mommy and daddy. It's ugh, it makes me it makes me so uncomfortable. I know. It's so bad. I mean okay. call dad. And to like put it along with this. So I was noticing in this situation, like I've never seen Jim Bob have any affection for any of his kids. So this has never come up before. But mm-hmm. like um she side hugged her dad. Can they not front hug family members? That's a good question. I don't really know. I don't think that's really come up much. Um, I would okay. assume, like, I I would assume so. To, but she like just they both yeah. just went for the side hug, which was maybe it was very just weird. like a f- force of habit or how they were standing about. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to pay more attention to that because yeah. that's interesting. I haven't really thought about that. But I mean, um, <laughs> not the worst idea. It's uh, the quality of men in those families right now. Yeah, not great, not great. Um, so yeah, they set their, um, I'm sorry, they set their courting date um, guidelines, which of course is mostly the same: chaperones, no kissing, no hand holding, and they can only do three second hide. Blah, blah, blah. They can only do three second side hugs, and they can only do them two times a day, or if something special happens. I like that the first episode of this, it was like you know a three second side hug, and then the next episode they were like only two a day. Yeah, like, they, they kept... got too like they got too weird about it. But I mean, seriously, Joe and Kendra and Joy and Austin all just want to fuck like so oh, bad, so bad. Like they can't even handle it. Like I, that's probably they probably literally <laughs> had to restrict themselves because he could not. It's like yeah. I, I'm thinking of this because I have a this is awful, but I have a um, 11th month, 11 month old French bulldog puppy and we have he's getting fixed like in a couple of months. But he like that's what I think of when I think of mm-hmm. these Duggar boys, like just like the, the littlest thing sets him off. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's what oh. I think of. I think of Hector. Poor Hector. Oh, poor Sorry, Hector. Hector, to compare you to them. I don't mean it, buddy. I love you. You're better than them, Hector. You are. Your name is not Jector. It's not Jector, thank God. <laughs> you could have, because then you could have called him Hector, but with a J. That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's good point. Good point. <laughs> you could have had a, another Douglet. Oh, God. There oh. does not... There, there needs to be no more. There's plenty. There's too many. Um... Okay, so some of the other plot points in this first episode, um, Jessa and Ben take the kids mm-hmm. to Texas to visit with Ginger and Jeremy. They're all meeting in San Antonio, I guess, yep. and just like having a little visit. Yeah, they go along um, the river walk. They do, and Spurgeon throws his bottle at a duck. Yeah, because Spurgeon is the actual spawn <laughs> of Satan, and this whole show has proved that to me time and time again, because all the other kids are not this shitty. Spurgeon is Satan. Spurgeon. I mean, it, he like they were asking for it when they named him Spurgeon. So I mean, he, I he tried to kill his mom on the way out. <laughs> yeah, for real. If if my parents named me Spurgeon, I'd be pretty fucking pissed at the world too. So I don't quite blame him. He heard them settle on it at eight months, and he was in utero, and he just starts like punching. <laughs> He's like ah, <laughs> starts panning. One of one of my favorite quotes from this episode was Jeremy, because this is the first time Ginger and Jeremy got to meet Henry in person. Mm-hmm. And Henry's like a 
big baby. He's a chunky baby. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when Jeremy meets him, I think this is one of his talking heads, but after he meets him, he's like, he's a big, fat little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. That's going to be but, my new Twitter um, handle. Big, fat, little baby. <laughs> that, I really relate to that, like, really heavily. Oh, okay. So Ginger was talking, was asked in a talking head part about how she thought Jessa and Ben were adapting to the two baby lifestyle mm-hmm. and just as like quite well which was like the least convincing lie I've ever seen and it was just it's bad yeah it's like you can you can admit it you could be like it's been tough because that shit's tough especially yeah. because Spurgeon's only like a year old and Satan so and Satan but like a year old baby still needs like a hundred percent of your attention and so now you have to duplicate that because you have a newborn yeah so it's gonna be hard you can just admit it like yeah it's not there's no shame in, in admitting that having a bit new baby is hard no matter how many kids you have really oh yeah well and then this also led into the question of does spending time with Henry and Spurgeon make you want kids or not and Jeremy <laughs> did like the most suave tango around this question he was like no no I mean I love children children are great <laughs> yeah it was funny they were kind of like they kind of were like yeah no I don't want it but we have to have kids because that's our only option we don't Um, know how not to have kids what else would we do with our lives if we didn't have kids I mean do you think they actually know about condoms I really like I think they know about them but I think they will I think that they think that they will go to hell if they use them wow I mean you're not supposed to like you are not supposed to interfere with what God wants. And if God wants you to have a baby, then he's going to make you have a baby. And so, sorry. Every sperm is I don't make the rules. Every Every single sperm sperm. is great. If a sperm is wasted, God gets quite a (laughs) great. Sorry, did some Monty Python. (laughs) Uh, It's not, I mean, that's basically their family mantra for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that really, that like, that's, there's not really much going on in Texas. They just have their own little visit. But um, the other plot line they talk about is, of course, Joy and Austin's wedding. So at this point, there's only two months until the wedding. And I'm not I'm unclear about how much time has passed. But I think that's probably about how long their engagement was. Like, Uh I think it was about two months, which is fucking insane. And this whole season really um, had Joy extremely overwhelmed with all of the wedding planning and stuff, which I get. But like you can take longer than two months to plan your wedding and it yeah. will be a lot less stressful. I promise well, you that. but you can't because <laughs> you'll have to fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I cannot wait more than two months to have sex. I'm yeah. sorry. They're like, what's the absolute soonest you can make this happen? Yes, exactly. So they have uh, Miss Cindy again, who did Ginger's wedding, um, doing um, oh, Joy's wedding. And they plan to have about 1,000 to 1,200 people at their wedding and 12 bridesmaids and groomsmen. No yeah. fucking thank 24 you. Twenty-four in total. No fucking thank you. Um, I don't remember who said it, but someone joked that Joyle wear flops on the wedding day, and I was like, "That's mean." <laughs> but <laughs> probably true. Probably true. Honestly, I don't yeah. Know why all of the Duggar? Why are all fundamentalist men just catty little assholes to the women it feels like the plath yoga family situation like just i'm just gonna make fun of you for no reason to strangers or family friends yeah that's i mean women aren't people so that's true you don't have to treat them like they are yeah they don't have feelings Uh, 
True, exactly. Who fucking cares? Um, the other thing that they kept talking about in this episode is they were talking about like the things that they want in their wedding. And Joy and Austin kept like saying like, they didn't really care about what was at the reception because they just wanted to leave. And everyone kept like joking about like, oh, you're just going to want to leave. Haha. And it's like, that's fucking gross. Like, yeah. I don't like don't joke to like your children or like like this is like Miss Cindy was joking to them about it. And they're like 18 years old. And I don't that just like really unsettles me when they make those little jokes like that. Like we get it. Yeah. They're going to have sex. We don't have to talk about it. Like, no, we all do. know it's going to happen. We know the Duggars have to talk about sex the second they start having it. God, you know. Oh, my God. I I, I just. I know. I have don't... such a complex about it. It's, it. it's really bad. Yeah. Which this kind of leads us directly into episode two, Let Them mm-hmm. Eat Cake, mm-hmm. which the main part of this one is they are wedding cake testing for the wedding. Right. And basically the entire time they taste cakes and say oh I don't like this or oh I I only I want buttercream frosting oh I can't touch cream cheese which who the fuck doesn't like cream cheese like if you For like cheese at all in you any should form like cream cheese yeah but yeah they were so weird about it and also joy and like I get it because I'm a I'm a pretty indecisive person in a lot of situations but joy is like the most indecisive person and she and I'm pretty I'm I'm positive that it doesn't help that she was raised in a society where like her opinions and her thoughts don't matter and they aren't considered Mm -hmm. and so she's being asked do you like this what kind of cake do you want and she's like i don't know it's whatever you want because she's literally never had to make a decision in her life and that's fucking so sad to me it was so so sad to watch and i've i'm sure that that's true to some extent for all of the duggar girls but like it Mm -hmm. was really really apparent in joy and it was like whoa that's well i don't think joy ever wanted to get married like you know she was doing house stuff and actually like doing her pilot's license and all this stuff like she had lots of career aspirations seemingly and then now she is is like oh shit i guess i do have to be wife and mother whoops that's all i get yeah that's all there is i did think by the end of this because joy and austin were sitting next to each other that like joy's face got so red at one point that i was like joy is just too horny to make a decision she's within three feet of this dude and she's just like yeah yeah it's bad it's like y'all need like just some type of release because they're not getting any and they need Uh, something yeah i mean god can you imagine wedding planning (laughs) and having like tension and that yeah. level of fear like already like weddings are stressful and it's like oh i'm gonna do this very important thing to my religion the same day that i've yeah, never done before yeah like that's just too much pressure on one fucking day like mm-hmm. no thank you i'm mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. um but yeah at the, so like i thought it was so funny because it was like such this huge production at the cake testing place and they were testing all these things and saying all these all these like different combinations and like trying to figure things out and at the end joy was like we went with a white cake with buttercream frosting and i'm like and like the choices weren't like crazy couture like weird flavors it was like red velvet or lemon lemon cake yeah Yeah. well these are not hard flavors it was and i was like wow it took you that fucking long to decide on white cake and buttercream dry ass fart cake Fart cake. With no decoration other than scratchy sides. I mean, there are many, th- like, this This wedding was a lot. Awful. It was awful. I'm just going to, spoiler yeah. alert. I mean, it disgusting. was. Disgusting. It was the worst. 
it was <laughs> it's probably my least favorite of all of them um okay we'll wow. get into that in a minute okay. uh yeah uh let's see <laughs> the other plot uh, let's see there were like two other plots um so it was kendra and joe going on a date and being chaperoned by jackson and which other one jason i think um jackson and james 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 and yeah they were rollerblading and kendra had never rollerbladed before and it was very funny and mm-hmm. i have done that life it, it was oh yeah very funny i i am not a coordinated person so i've tried to go roller skating a few times and it's never ended well so i get it i had rollerblades as a kid and my whole family got the we'd go on like family rollerblades sometimes and there was this like hill behind our house and there was like a green belt and um when you would go down one side of it you'd get going so fast that if you didn't break you would just shoot off into a creek full of rocks oh that's <laughs> I cool it. i did that of course you did <laughs> really of course your ass bone. <laughs> nice nice fond memories uh, yeah my favorite part of this date scene was when Joe and Kendra and like everyone else had to justify like would it be okay if oh Joe held Kendra's hand to help her up if she fell and it's like no can't hold her hand only can hold the arm <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you that that would even like cross your mind to be like am I allowed to touch this person to help them yeah like what the fuck like <laughs> Uh, yes you should like you should help that person am i allowed to give a full hug from the back if she's gonna jump off the top of a building like <laughs> fuck or like be like i can't give her the heimlich maneuver that's that's gonna last longer than three seconds Too and it's not breaths. a side hug sorry <laughs> you have to die what yeah, the can't, fuck can't give you cpr because then we'd kiss oh god hell no that'd be what if we kissed like tragic. a mannequin <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean it was like it's so weird to me too because especially watching them like rollerblade and like the duggars can't do anything like adult because they're not allowed to have fun or Uh do anything adult you know yeah and so watching them on these little dates it's like so disturbing that like they're so young and they're getting married and like yeah it's like like... we're watching 16 year olds going putt putt and then down to the courthouse to get shotgun married like i hate it yeah yeah it's very very upsetting it is um so yeah and also in this episode um jeremy and ginger they're buying mexican authentic mexican dishes for joy's rehearsal dinner because she's having fajitas so boy mexicano like um, yes fajitas are mexican but are they when the duggars make them because i bet it's just salt (laughs) yeah yeah it's that that's the furthest thing from authentic mexican food i can assure you that they show it the the chili powder canister and then take it away they also because of this jessa and no ginger and jeremy were doing a cooking class for mexican food yes, yes they were um and yeah it was so dumb they just made fucking tacos and we're like so mm-hmm. proud of it and it was like put me in pan yeah they were like we did the best the whole in the whole class and it's like you can you can fuck right off with that first of all like the instructor literally told you exactly what to do so it I was mean... a one-on-one cooking class like you weren't left <laughs> to your own devices she was like right. oh turn off the heat now like, <laughs> exactly like come on now i'm definitely um, for people learning how to cook but yeah absolutely but it's not like you, you shouldn't be like bragging about like oh, i made yeah. this incredible it's like i mean you sh- great that you learned how to do it but like it's the kind of a bare minimum of feeding yourself as like a 23 year old human you should right. be able to feed yourself 
you should it's yeah just in general i agree like for all the wilderness shit they do they couldn't cook anything on a fucking campfire (laughs) yeah it's it's bad um and i mean i think it's that's like literally true for especially the boys like they just have no idea how to cook anything Uh, there's i think i remember there being a a scene with some of the adult boys like in one of the more recent seasons Mm -hmm. and they were like yeah we don't know how to cook at all and it's like that's that's bad that's not okay no everyone should know how to cook like if you're doing like a fundamentalist we're going to take over the world survivalist cult like get your guns learn how to use a cast iron pan Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's really not that hard like to Uh -uh. just cook simple stuff is not that hard I, i mean let's just be real um, so the other thing that they do in this episode is we go down to Central America and visit with Jill and and Co. And basically, this episode has that has them talking about how Jill is pregnant, and so she mm-hmm. has to do all of her own prenatal care because she's like a trained midwife, I guess I suppose. Mm-hmm. But um, and they don't have great care available to them in central america which to me beg like i would this goes back to what we were talking about in the last episode like why the fuck are they going here they're literally only going there for a few months like in the middle of her pregnancy honestly i think it's probably because they're just gonna move all their shit back do they ever go again i don't remember i can't remember when they stop because like they have all that stuff that they left there and they're probably just like oh okay we'll go back and pack it up and it's just crazy to me that they would like like what's the point (laughs) like they don't need your ministry that much down there i can assure you that yeah there's there's (laughs) other colonizers there (laughs) plenty plenty um but yeah so everything seems to be going okay for them though i guess i don't know yeah um oh this was also the episode where spurgeon was satan again because he just filled his shirt pocket with green beans Mm -hmm. happens but like mm, i don't like it i don't like it either he's a soggy boy soggy spurge we haven't talked about the fact that joy and austin bought a fucking house and are flipping it in 25 days right yeah that that's kind of like sprinkled throughout this whole season Mm -hmm. they are they're doing so they have a house and it's like in fucking bad shape like it's unlivable yeah um and they're completely re like flipping it and everything which is great but like they I think at the beginning of this season, like it seemed like they really thought they were going to be able to get it done mm-hmm. by the wedding or like almost done. But like, fuck no, guys. Uh-uh. First of all, like hasn't Austin flipped five houses? Hasn't that been the whole thing? Like, shouldn't yep. he like realize how much work is going to go into this? Yeah, I think he was a little cocky. <laughs> that's well, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. That's a whole shit show. That's kind of like throughout this whole um, season. Yeah. Yeah. He was even like, oh, yeah, this usually would take me about six months. We're going to try and do it in 25 days. And I'm like, (laughs) why? You're just gonna have a shitty house then. Yeah. Like, this is the house you're going to live in. Wouldn't you want it to be like livable? Yeah. Um, It's crazy. And I can't imagine like having all that stress at at once. Like, I I kind of get it because when I got married, like we bought this house that we're living in and we were moving out of state like right Mm -hmm. after. And there was so there was like a little bit of added stress because not only was it the wedding but the move and everything but I, I can't imagine having all that stress and then having the stress of fucking redoing an entire house yourself like yeah. no yeah like I can see like yeah there are lots of people I think who move into houses they own around marriage time but right I don't know if you should do those in the same 25 day period 
yeah you and you shouldn't like expect your or put those expectations on yourself that early to be like i'm gonna do this mm-hmm. six month job in 25 days like no you're not mm-hmm. that's how you end up with like a nail gun shot through your hand at the wedding so then you're getting married with the stigmata yeah like- <laughs> and it was funny there's a scene between um i think it was like a talking head scene between joy and austin where they were like talking about how much time they had left before the wedding and joy was like and like we're not going to really be able to do much work the week before the wedding which uh-huh. yes that's true because there's so much shit that you have to do the week before your wedding yeah especially when you want to do a frugal wedding like they do so it's all set up and break down by yourself exactly and and austin just looks at her and goes huh like he hadn't even thought of that no he hasn't obviously austin has clearly in the cake scene never even thought about getting married once in his life no he he's like like i know dudes are usually like kind of shocked by how many decisions you have to make but Mm -hmm. they're like you know we've got to pick the dress and the cake and this and it's like they list like four things and you're like oh sweet summer child but this dude's like we need a cake (laughs) yeah like what's a cake yeah like just completely clueless i've never heard of cake before (laughs) i don't know man so let's talk let's go into episode three this is called finding joy's dress so there's just 25 days to go before her wedding and she's going wedding dress shopping because that's how long it takes apparently not the you know six to six months to a year that they like normally tell brides which Mm -hmm. is true uh, but yeah, she has 25 days. I mean, she's going to like the design. Like The lady made like five dresses for her, like to her measurements for right. this fitting, which is insane. It is. That's Miss Renee. And she's in Kentucky, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did Ginger's dress and maybe some of the other ones. I think she did Jess's dress too. Okay. Yeah, definitely Ginger's. I know that one. And she does mm-hmm. some of the later ones too. Spoiler. Um, yeah i think they probably have a deal with tlc now (laughs) i'm sure so uh 25 days to go joy and a bunch of the family fly out to kentucky to um buy her wedding dress and this is like mostly the joy is not a shopper episode i feel Mm -hmm. like they just harped on that this entire i know they just shit on her the whole time and then she was like so upset when she was wedding dress shopping because she couldn't decide and didn't know what she wanted and had like never thought about it before apparently exactly yeah it's it was this i don't know this whole season made me just like really worried for joy's like mental health honestly no i do understand like i like i said i'm a pretty indecisive person and weddings planning is very stressful and there are so many choices but like it would just like overwhelm her so much like Mm -hmm. the simplest things yeah and like i and like i said i think it really goes back to the whole like she's never really been asked her opinion of things before so she doesn't even know how to express her opinion and that like really disturbs me Mm -hmm. a lot yeah no it's totally weird and like I mean, I kind of had a meltdown when I was wedding dress shopping, but mostly because it was like, it's hot, it's uncomfortable, people are putting clamps all over you, and so I didn't get any of the dresses from my wedding dress, like, fitting. I ordered one online. (laughs) Oh, yeah, wedding dress shopping is fucking stressful for, like, pretty much everyone, I assume. It sucks, and then add in traveling, and, like, 18 children around you, and... Fuck no. Your sisters all have opinions, and your mom has opinions, and you have to follow all these really strict rules, and Mm -hmm. you can't even, like... God forbid you take your husband or your soon-to-be husband wedding dress shopping with you so that he can, like, help you emotionally with it. No. No. God. Yeah. But she did She did call Allison at some point, and, mm-hmm. and he helped her calm down, which is nice. Yeah. And, like, I think I said this in the last episode, but 
of all of the couples, I do feel like Joy and Austin are one of the better matched couples. And I think mm-hmm. that they both really do love each other, you know, in their in their own you know way, however mm-hmm. that is. But like, I think that of all of the Duggar couples, they're one of the the stronger matches. Yeah, they have like very similar temperaments of just kind of right go done to get done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's good. I have no idea what that saying was, but I, just <laughs> I like I liked it. Though, <laughs> go done so to it's... get done. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a whole lot. This was also simultaneously while they were dress shopping. They were working on the fucking house. Of course. And putting up that bitch ass lamb beam, which yes. why did they need to ask everyone what a lamb beam was? Do we care? No. Yeah. That's they, they always like to throw in a couple questions and sometimes that sometimes it's like it results in some funny stuff, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, we, we don't need to talk about this. Mm-mm. Like it like, doesn't always need to be Spaghetti versus linguine. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. But no yes. one no one watching this also knows what a lambian is. Yeah, I want to hear them like I want to hear them say like stuff that every human being should know and they clearly don't. Uh-huh. And this is not one of those things. Yeah, I want them to be like, I've never tried mozzarella. <laughs> be like the president, um the outgoing president who said, I, I, I I've never tried insulin before. <laughs> Bitch, yes, you have. I hate you to break it to have. you, but you definitely have. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I think if Donald Trump had figured out that he made his own insulin, he'd be like trying to figure out how to harvest it from his workers and sell it. He'd be bragging about it on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Definitely. At the very least. True insulin to care. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, people, and your insulin producing abilities i'm jealous i'm sorry i would give you half of my pancreas if that would help thank you but you could keep it keep okay i will (laughs) um okay so eventually joy does find a dress and it ends up being grandma duggar who helps her find it and i think like they picked they ended up going with a dress that wasn't even one of the ones that she had like designed for joy Mm -hmm. which like I'm sure kind of sucks because you probably like spent all this time. Uh-huh. But I mean, they end up like modifying one of those dresses to be a little bit more modest for Joy. And she finds it. And finally, she can just be like, I'm done. Yep. And she can go and cry. <laughs> Honest to God, after you get your wedding dress and you know you have a wedding <sighs> dress, like that is mm-hmm. the biggest relief. You're like, like it was like the second thing after venue that gave me the mm-hmm. biggest like endorphin yes hit. i was like yes yes exactly i'm jana was definitely joy's mom all the time and oh, this yeah. episode was very much that like michelle didn't even seem to really like get any verklempt feelings whatever mm-hmm. she just kind of like meh and jana's like oh i'm just we're never gonna see her again you never get used to losing one of your siblings like and i'm like jana girl yeah, it was they were very emotional in this one. Um, and it it was really sad, too, because some of the little girl, the younger girls were mm-hmm. really getting emotional, too, because I think Joy's in a really interesting position in the family where she's like right in the middle and she's smacked up in the middle of a bunch of boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's like a, a group of girls that are older than her and then a group of girls that are like the same amount younger than her Mm -hmm. so she's kind of like friends with everyone it seems like and a lot of the younger girls are really close with her and so they're really sad that she's leaving and it was sad and they were sad yeah they were crying lots of tears yeah i don't know i don't know it's it's sad too because i don't and i'm there's lots of circumstances where people get married but it is sad that a lot of these weddings are 
marred by these like really sad feelings of like oh we have to lose our sister when mm-hmm. it's like that's not how it has to be though I don't yeah know. like you just... could let your sister move out at the regular time for people to move out so then you could figure out how to have adult relationships with each other exactly yeah well and the fact that they're literally just going to be like down the road in that yeah for house. real like I understand getting sad about Ginger moving to like Texas or something mm-hmm. but yeah like they're literally moving down the street yeah I mean it's the same thing as like the Platt family it's like it's not nothing is ever close enough yeah, exactly. It's it's Just, weird. It's a weird, it's like a bad attachment thing. I promise that most relationships like need distance. Like distance is good for most relationships. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just being able to independently exist. Right. Right. So let's see what else was in this episode. Um, they did skeet shooting at one oh, point yeah. in time and that was dumb. Yeah. Um, I did no. not care about that. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. It was just like the boys hanging out in Arkansas going skeet shooting. Like, y'all know what that looks like. We don't mm-hmm. need to talk about it. Um, and then the other thing was Israel turned two mm-hmm. um, in Central America. So they made a little birthday cake with him and it was cute. But yeah, this episode was mostly just about the wedding dress shopping. and Joy Well, it was very dramatic because Joy did get very <sighs> stressed out. Which I get it, girl. And you put yourself in a room with women who, like, knew exactly what they wanted and, like, Mm. they want to know what their wedding is going to be like, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And you're in there just like, oh, I'm I'm the the boy-girl child. Yeah, like, I don't even know what any of this stuff means, so. She's like, I like someone to cook us some food and I'd like to go to the courthouse and get married. Yes, exactly. Um, So let's go into episode four. This is called Joy and Austin's Camping Trip. Oh my god! Um, this whole so, episode was insane. This was, it was this episode is like I understand OSHA <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. So, um, in this episode, the main part of it was Joy and Austin are having a like joint bachelor bachelorette party, and they're doing a camping trip with a bunch of their friends, mm-hmm. which sounds like fun if you like that thing. I don't like camping. I don't like being outside for literally like even 10 minutes no fuck outside be inside i am the most indoor person in the world so we made inside for a reason it's because exactly (laughs) for real so their camping trip starts um and they have to do four miles of kayaking which sounds fucking awful to me but again like this i this all sounds awful to me i just Um, don't know how when you go kayaking down a river to go to a campsite and you have all your stuff at that campsite how did you get to the kayaking place four miles up river did someone like drop you off and then park the car and go to the campsite because like that's a good question i don't know this seems like a logistical challenge like not like real adventuring adventuring whatever yeah it's, it's not like doing what you got to do and like being con- doing things that are convenient and you know it's like oh let's let's drop let's make things as hard as we possibly can right like all um, their trucks were there at the campsite that means they were at the campsite first yeah it's i don't know whatever so i don't know it. i don't get i don't get it but that's okay no um so they do their kayaking and their rafting and they jump off of cliffs and you know do Just all that very dumb outdoors things and in a stuff. river yeah, basically, like, just they begging put, to break something or die. They put Kendra on a fucking kayak and on rapids and she's never kayaked before. Like, you wanted her no. to drown. You were trying to kill her. Yeah, this is not, this is how, like, every 
like weird true crime video you're watching starts like i literally was sitting there and i was like what episode of i shouldn't be alive is this (laughs) exactly seems like an i shouldn't be alive situation it it really does um so they do all that fun stuff (laughs) and then they when they get back to the campground they like are really struggling with setting up camp because like half the people there are wanting to sleep in hammocks and they all have hammocks but there's like not enough trees around them to put because up the hammocks. the trees are covered in poison ivy. Like why would you be camping there? Like that right there with poison ivy everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like why no, that's not where you set up camp. That's a bad camping place. Yes, no. Um Ugh. so they have to basically like hang these hammocks between all their trucks and it's like not not a cute look we're going truck camping truck camping Ugh, just like my absolute worst nightmare for real and then joy was talking about how uh can't i just can't believe it two weeks till we don't have to sleep in separate hammocks anymore and i'm like <laughs> please don't sleep two people to a hammock that's yeah i was dangerous. like i was like that's i would never share a hammock with anyone uh-uh. maybe a tent like you could say uh, we could share yeah. a tent together like that's fine but like yeah no the hammock i mean i could even get around like saying we could share a sleeping bag like yeah yeah okay. that's too that's... much for me but it's an option yeah at least you're not fucking like suspended in the air yeah you're like a little fucking soybean you get spun around and you're trapped <laughs> in there for fucking ever until someone cuts you out no thank you somebody moves and dumps you out in the middle of the night onto the poison mm-hmm. ivy um so also that night they have like a little bonfire and they play the like shoe game that is like at weddings Mm -hmm. where like the couple sits back to back and they have one of their shoes and one of their partner's shoes and then they get asked questions and they raise the corresponding shoe and the one part i wanted to bring up was the part where um they were asked who is going to be doing the cooking Uh uh-huh and um austin of course raises joy's shoe and joy is like wait no and raises both shoes and it was like awkward (sighs) yeah i mean i know that joy has broken free of a lot of the fundy stuff since getting married like like she wears tank tops and stuff on her instagram pictures and i think doesn't she wear pants wear tank tops i don't know if she wears pants but like some she, of them were pants she, though. Maybe they were all like really sad about her wedding or whatever because they knew that she would be less like duggerly. No, <laughs> less duggerly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It was it was just weird. Let's see, I don't really have anything else about the bachelorette party. It was kind of it meh. was just like a lot of people going into really cold water onto rocks and me being like, please, I hope they didn't die, and then being like, wait. No, I guess I hope they didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in a good mood. I hope they didn't die. Yeah, no one um, wants to die in a river. That's no, not fun. That's really not. I've watched um, too much. I shouldn't be alive. I know how <laughs> stressful this is. For real. Um. So also in this episode, Joy and Kendra, who Kendra is actually one of Joy's 12 bridesmaids mm-hmm. because they're like friends in addition to being almost sister-in-laws, which we will get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> they go to a hair salon to try some hair looks for the wedding. Yeah. Um. And it was so like f- it was so interesting to watch them go to like a regular hair salon with like regular people mm-hmm. there, and they were like so terrified to wear too much makeup. They were like horrified by the thought of it. It was so funny. It was so funny. Like I don't know the hairstylists just trying to ask them like questions like hairstylists do, and they were just like. I don't know what to ask because usually it's like, so do you have a boyfriend? And so where have you been lately? Or, you know, it's like, and they're like, 
nowhere, yes, he's going to be my husband in a month and a half. I met him two months ago. And you're just yeah, like, it's like <laughs> uh, weird to see them like interact with the outside world. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessa went clothes shopping. Yes, yes, yes. Here we go. Um, she went clothes shopping and right, and it was it had the infamous Tyler Child mm-hmm. introduced. I think for the infamous first time, infamous Tyler Child. Yes. <laughs> I don't even remember what the story is with Tyler, but I knew he was important. If I am not mistaken, Tyler is Michelle's sister's son. Okay. And um, I think Michelle's sister has some drug issues Mm. and maybe some, I don't know exactly what the issues are, but some type of issue that makes it her not able to parent Tyler. And so the Duggars now have legal guardianship over Tyler, which like, can you imagine having to give the Duggars legal guardianship over? Like that's gotta be a bad situation. Right. Like, fuck. I mean, and it feels again, like so much of this fundamentalist Christian shit is just in response to the world being bad. And sometimes people having bad things happen to them or doing things that are not in their best interest. Cause it's like the plots, you know, she's like, Oh, my dad was an alcoholic. So now I'm super Christian. And it's right. Like this. It's like I'm sure that Michelle's family. I think that aren't they pretty like normal people? Not I think super so. Fundies, or at least weren't originally. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think Michelle has a sister or some other family member who is like an out lesbian. So like, mm-hmm. they're definitely not on Duggar level. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It just feels like Kim Plath again, where you see one bad thing in your early days, and then you just overreact. So. So hard. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like seeing a squirrel in the road and then slamming yourself into a fucking brick wall at like 90 miles an hour. Right. Exactly. Um, But yeah, this one's just like in slow motion. Mm -hmm. Um, And involving a lot more people. (laughs) um, Going back to this scene of them uh, shopping, I loved. Okay. So there was one part where Jessa finds some like stick horses and she like literally goes eight shit. over these stick horses she's like so excited i think she was ready to divorce ben over these fucking horses (laughs) she was because ben was like yeah i don't i don't really like want these horses like we don't have a lot of room for them and like they're they're... second hand and you can't wash them or clean them yeah so like i don't really we don't really need them and jessa was like no we we need these and like it was about to be like a thing uh-huh uh, but then you can like ben just kind of is just like yeah it wasn't worth it to get into it and you could it just tell so that like good. you could just tell that so many conversations between the two of them end exactly like mm-hmm. that like uh i disagreed but i was i it wasn't worth it to yeah you know, press yeah. on and him explaining that felt like it took so much mental energy that he was like it, trying to fucking explain like quantum theories to us he was like so sometimes I don't want to get in a fight, so I let things go that aren't that important. I know. I think it was, like, a lot of mental gymnastics for him. And I think he really thought he was, like, really saying something super, mm-hmm. like, deep and new. And it's like, yeah, that's that's called being, in like, in a relationship. That's mm-hmm. how it is. It's compromise. You just – you let some things go. You pick your battles. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it annoys you doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Yes. But – yeah, that was. I don't. Do you have anything else to say about that episode? No, I don't no, know. I think we kicked that episode. But. We did. So, going on to episode five, we have Tomboy Joy, of course, which this was kind of one of the infamous flashback episodes. Though mm-hmm. so we did get to see a lot of flashbacks from some of the like old 19 uh-huh. Kids and Counting, which I, was I really like. I was like, man, I know I've seen all these Counting On ones, but then there were like 
proper like yeah. 19 kids and counting like little baby joy which i appreciated seeing those because i haven't seen those in a really long time mm-hmm. the not flashback parts of this episode where they were trying to make a wedding gift for them that right. was the something old something new something bad something blue but then they just got like crazy with it yes yeah, so they like divided up like who would do what thing and so jessa was going to do borrowed and she was going to do like recipes from the family and then like some of her kitchen stuff that she doesn't use basically Mm -hmm. like getting rid of her kitchen stuff which i thought was a good like it's like that's smart honestly because after you get married you have so much stuff and like sometimes it's like i have stuff that i don't ever use so yeah there's like a whole second set of knives knives that you have just sitting in a drawer and you're like uh okay so the boys are in charge of the old and they decide Mm -hmm. they're going to go to this warehouse where they just have a bunch of old shit that they already own yeah and they're just gonna find something and so they ended up finding like an old camping stove which was so weird and i was pretty sure that they were gonna blow themselves up and they're definitely gonna have joy and austin blow themselves up if they ever try to use it yeah i would if if somebody gifted me that i'd be like okay this is for for looks only for aesthetic Uh you're like please take out this this canister of flammable gas that you're putting in my house with children. Mm-hmm. So the new that they're doing again, um, <laughs> something they fucking owned. Yeah. It's like, they didn't actually buy anything for this except for ginger, I guess, but whatever. I mean, not that you have to buy a gift, but whatever. Yeah. So the new, they decided to do was to take these plain fucking hard hats that they just like have lying around casual. Mm-hmm. And they're going to like write Mr. And Mrs. On them. They're going to be so cute. Flipping houses together like Chip and Joanna Gaines. Ugh. 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 I hope they don't use shiplap. Oh, fuck. I'm fucking over shiplap. It was cold the first time. It was, but it's... Let's move on. Let's Mm -hmm. I don't want everyone to have the same house. That's the 70s all over again. Exactly. (sighs) Um, And then the blue is... They just called Ginger and we're like, Hey, can you just like get a bunch of blue shit? Uh-huh. They're like, you're in charge of blue. And she's like, I'm just going to go to Office Max and buy everything I see that's blue. Pins, lollipops. It's Which, like, is fine. But, like, what? I don't know. Like, you think that you would be like, okay, let's buy, like, house supplies that are blue. Like, towels that are blue or something well, that they can use. And isn't the whole thing for something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, like, supposed to be sentimental, like, family-related yes. items? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, yeah, for, like... Yeah. It, it they they kind of missed the mark with that but whatever um so yeah that was one of the big things they talked about we do talk a little bit about austin's family um mm-hmm. and his kind of past and how he came to know the duggars and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um so apparently he like started hanging out with the Duggar boys and the Duggars like after he got his license. And Joy said, when I first met Austin, I didn't really like him that much, <laughs> which like, oh, wow. OK, like sure. I'm sh- like, that's fine. But I can you imagine just be like, yeah, I didn't really like him that much. But now I'm going to marry him. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this goes back to I-, I sent you a video about Austin's uh, family. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, basically they um, it, it's on a YouTube channel called like World's Strictest Parents, <laughs> and it's all about like you know how they're you know basically like God is the only thing that matters, mm-hmm. and they they run this like camp, and it's for quote, and they said this it, this is how they phrased it in the video, family rehabilitation, and it's like an old timey like 
camp that like, they run as the a fourth family. Size earn like earn. Um, do they run like a fucking conversion camp? Like base. It seems like it's like. Ooh. I'm gonna have to watch it and get really deep down in the hole and see if I can figure out what it is. You are. You give me all the good little details, and I just obsess over them for a day. I'm. I love it though. I'm glad I have finally have someone to talk to about it. <laughs> But I think, like, uh, Austin's family kind of goes under the radar because, like, they only have two kids. They don't seem super fundy, but, like, they they are. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, but the one good thing about Austin, I think, compared to some of the other guys, is, like, he's really emotional. And mm-hmm. he doesn't really seem to, like, be afraid to show his emotions, which I guess is good. But I don't know. I just – he's – something about him, like, makes – it. he seems like he's just really – controlling and i don't know something about it i mean that's because like, you must obey your husband and yeah just... definitely that's how all of these guys are pretty much mm-hmm. that's just how they're raised and it's not okay um during this flashback part they were doing the part where john david taught her how to fly and it cracked my fucking ass up because somehow john david with his like doofy little voice gets on the thing and does his captain voice <laughs> he's like we are up your speed and go. And I was like, oh, my God, do you just get it? Like, when you get your license, you just yes, become captain like, voice. You unlock the captain voice feature when you get your pilot's license. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <sighs> uh, but, yeah, that was really it. This episode was, like, mostly just, like, flashbacks. And let's talk about oh, how Joy's a tomboy. About this one. This was the first time. I know I've been watching this for six seasons now. I didn't ever notice that they had a fucking fountain drink dispenser in the dining room. They do. They do. And I'm low-key jealous of it because I, I love fountain diet coke more than anything. Oh yeah. And um I would I would kill for one of those in my house, but it would be bad too. It would be awful. I don't know if I'd go for like the full like restaurant one. Like oh, I think no, I'd probably no. just get diet coke or oh, yeah, one I'd... like a tap. Yeah, but no, they have like the full menu options. With, like, like, it's the crazy. Ice catcher on the bottom. Yeah, it's like all right. Yeah, they have like their. They literally have their own like cafeteria, basically. It's I mean, I guess just, you have to. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, okay, so but let's get into the let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the wedding. Let's talk let's about this wedding. Get into this wedding. Starting things off, we got like everyone's coming into town for the wedding. We got Jill and Derek coming in from Central America. Mm-hmm. We got Ginger and Jeremy coming in from Texas. Mm-hmm. And so that's all fun and well. Um, and then Joy tries on her wedding dress and they do alterations. It's it's like a pr- like it's a fine dress. It seemed it was like pretty plain. Yeah, but I mean Joy's pretty plain. Lazy. So. Yeah, I think it, it it seemed to suit her pretty well. Yeah, yeah, um, it was cute. Yeah, and she seemed happy in it, which is all that really matters. Yeah, and she didn't eat shit in it down the aisle. That's so. that is really all that really matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can keep all parts mm-hmm. of you in. <laughs> yes, exactly. So this kind of is going back to the underlying like house renovation stuff going on throughout this whole season. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like a few days before the wedding, and like the house is in complete disarray. Still, like mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, bar- it looks like barely anything has been done because it's only been, like, 20 days. So probably yeah. barely anything has yeah, been done. They've knocked out some walls and they've reinforced the roof, which all of those jobs take multiple days, I can imagine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so they say that their plan is that they are borrowing a an RV from their family and they're going to, like, use it as a camper on their property and just, like, live in that while they work on their house. And ugh, I know, God. like... I don't, I don't understand. I get it. I get that you don't want to live in the house with any of your other relatives, but 
Mm-mm. There's just no, no good you. option. Just no. Uh-uh. Y'all should have planned. You should. You guys should have like maybe taken some more time and like why didn't you move into the fifth house that he flipped? Yeah, or like. I don't know, waited until you guys were actually like done renovating this house or close to done before you got married. Like you don't have to rush everything. Mm-mm. You can just have sex. Yeah. You like can. that's what they don't know. Like they could just have sex. And now they safely. just get to have a sign on the RV door that says, if those fans are rocking, don't come and knock <laughs> Don't come and knock in. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, that was, that was great. Okay. So here's the other thing. We really, we really have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only are Joy and Austin going to get married at this event, Uh but Joe is going to ask Kendra to marry him at Uh the reception. And bring everyone into it and make it a fucking spectacle. I swear to fucking God. I'm just going to say it right now. This is not okay. Do not do this. Do not. If you are even thinking about proposing to someone or like announcing your pregnancy at like somebody else's event like rethink that immediately do not that is not cool and (laughs) it was and joe and i know that like joe asked permission and like it wasn't like a surprise but like no yeah you can't really say no to that ask especially if you are a dugger girl Mm mm-hmm like this is Joy and Austin's day. Let them have that day and you can figure out a way to propose to her another time. Don't like mm-hmm. piggyback off of their event. It's not cool. It's really I like tacky. it would have been kind of cute and funny if Joy had done the bouquet thing herself. Like she was like, ha ha ha, you're next. Yeah. Like, that's as far as you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it it was and like not only would I be pissed if I were like Joy in that situation, I'd be pissed if I were Kendra in that yeah. situation. I'd be humiliated yeah. if my my fiance asked me to marry him at somebody else's wedding. I'd be like, yeah, dude, but you should not have done it here. Like, no thanks. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like when you get to tell your engagement story to your kids, you're like, yeah, we were at your uncle uh, Austin and Aunt Joy's wedding and your dad made her give me her bouquet and then proposed to me yeah it was in front of 1200 of our closest friends and family so so cringe so so cringe i could not handle it um but let's let's talk about the actual wedding a little bit yes i like the i mean cindy's back Cindy is back and she is fucking at it again. So I have a specific quote I need to find in my notes. Well, the quote I had was that they were like hanging the vases from the ceiling. And she says, mm-hmm. I just want this to look like a godly girl running barefoot in a field of flowers. <laughs> That's what I have. Okay. So I had Miss Cindy was talking about how like for every wedding she plans, she likes to like talk to, she talked to Austin and asked her to describe Joy. Uh-huh. And she says that Austin described Joy as, quote, a beautiful godly girl running through a field of flowers. Like, I feel like he has just seen one like Hallmark card. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, anyway, so she basically took that and was like, let's make it flowers and wheat, question mark. I know she just didn't want to get the optics of using fucking cotton. It was oh god, it was so fucking 
bad. It looked so bad. I'm sorry. It was so weird. Like if it had not been on that big of a scale and been like kind of like a cute little cellar or whatever with like hanging Hogwarts style shit. Like cute. But it's like you're on a stage putting tiny little vases around here. It it looked so bad. And my biggest thing, the worst part of this wedding for me was the fact that they literally just like took like I don't know if it was wheat or hay or something and just like sprinkled the whole aisle with it. It was all over the floor. It was like a fucking barn inside a church. It was was rustic, despicable. And no, it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like it's a crime that the aisle alone is a crime. Yeah, it was so bad. And like, I know Joy didn't want to make any of these decisions. I'd never thought about it. But girl, you could have gone with the like buttercream and white cake of weddings like just do rose petals and a white thing and whatever like there's a very standard wedding thing that you can just do yeah and it does not involve you know sprinkling the entire room with wheat like I can't imagine how dirty all of their like dresses were on the bottom because they were like full-length dresses like yeah fuck no and you're inside for like that's the benefit of being inside at a wedding is that Mm -hmm. you're inside and you don't you there's not stuff on the ground like that's one of the many benefits yeah anyway i'm with that was awful cindy was just in a fucking mood this whole wedding like i don't know why she was so fussy compared to the other weddings but she got like jealous at the girl who was making the boutonnieres and like got it right on the first try and she's like oh well that's just luck or whatever and i was like or you could be like, oh, good. Somebody's good at it so they can do it right. Yeah. yeah. Like, here, do 18 more. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. 23 more. Honestly, like, the the prep for all of these weddings seems, like, so fucking stressful. And I know that that's true for most weddings. But, like, the, just the scale. Uh-huh. And I think the, the time constraints especially are a big thing, too. Like, I cannot imagine having to pull this off in two fucking months. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we planned and had our wedding in, like, six months, but we had 30 people at our wedding, and it still felt pretty stressful. Exactly. Yeah, this is two months and 1,200 people. Like, no fucking thank you. And then, like, doing the whole production stuff for TLC, too, because, like, they always go and look at the fucking venue, but they all get married at Crosschurch. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. Like, there's there's some things that you, they're for sure putting a show on just to have yeah. material for the show. Yeah, like, you guys go there every Wednesday and Sunday and probably Saturday, too. You know what so. it looks like. <laughs> You've been there before. You've had four other weddings there before now. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so I thought it was weird. They, like, signed their marriage vows, like, in front of everyone. Like, mm-hmm. their vows. They, like, signed it. It was weird. And mm-hmm. then they had... A little, which they always have these at the Duggar weddings, like a little prayer circle with like the parents and they're just like whispering to each other and like huddled yeah. on stage while everyone else just sits there. Like, that's weird. That was so weird. And then confetti cannons. There were surprise confetti cannons. Oh, God. I didn't, I don't even think I grokked that they were not planned. I was just like, yep. I would be like, ugh, I, I surprise confetti cannons are terrifying in general. God, can you imagine being the like preacher man of that church? And it's like you've got wheat and confetti everywhere for weeks. Damn, whoever had to, I feel so bad for whoever had to clean up that 
church because it was a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. Well, and J- Jessa was like, p- like pissed off about it, I think, because she was like, I'm glad they did the confetti cannons when Joy and Austin were already halfway down the aisle because they would have gotten all the confetti in their hair like we did. We were picking confetti out of our hair for 30 minutes. And it's like she was fucking pissed about it. You could just tell. I know Jessa is just so envious of everybody and it just turns into like this fucking like mean as shit stuff that she says like with a smile on her face she'll be like ha, ha, ha. always a smile always though that one I can't remember what episode it was but where one of the producers asked her a question I don't even remember what it was it was so weird but she just like gave the answer and then they like oh it was the fucking lamb board thing so she was like, you know, it's one of the ones that is up on the ceiling and it reinforces the roof. And they're like, oh, good. You're the only one to have gotten it. And she's just dead eyed, dead face, just into the camera. Yeah. No reaction. Like, <laughs> she's dead inside for real. The, their kiss at the end was very scary. Mm-hmm. It was very much. <laughs> the categories. She does. She also watched The Virgin Bride where they go blah, 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 on each other's yes. faces. And it felt like that. It did. It did. Um. But yeah, I don't really know. That's about it for the wedding. It was messy is mostly what I think. It was. I did like that they just ended up with cupcakes. Yeah. Like they, the the reception was like nothing. It was just like, hey, let's have Joe propose to Kendra. And of course she says yes and giggles the whole time. Um, And And the bride and groom are going to go leave and fuck. (laughs) Yeah. So we can go fuck. That's, that was the reception. Yeah. Like, they don't even do meals, I don't think, at the Duggar weddings, uh-uh. which makes sense because there's 1,200 people. But this wedding was at, in the evening. Like, they That's said cruel. the wedding was at, like, 6, which, like, th- you should feed your guests if your wedding is at 6. That's, yeah. that's like, a general rule. Yeah. If it's, like, a weird timed wedding, then maybe you can get away with it for sure. But like, Yeah, but you have to put that, like, explicitly on the invitations. Like, no food will be served, just beer and canapes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... In addition to season six, we're also going to talk about the new special that was just released um, on TLC. I watched it on TLC. A special for Bebe. For Bebe. It's called Another Girl for Ginger. And it was only like 20 minutes or so. So Mm -hmm. not too bad. But um, basically, this whole thing is just going to be me ranting about a lot of stuff. Good. I'll I'll join you. (laughs) Okay. So first of all. Ginger is pregnant with her second baby in this. This is like obviously way far ahead of what we were just talking about. This is current day. So Ginger is about to have her second baby. It's November 2020. So we all know what that means. Mm -hmm. Not a great time to be doing anything basically. Yeah. Um, But she's having the baby. And I am so annoyed that both sets of parents traveled Uh to be there for the birth because that's not okay. I'm sorry. Like, I understand you want to be there for your granddaughter's birth. I get it. But mm-hmm. it's just not the time. Sorry. You mm-hmm. can FaceTime. Like, I get how hard that is. This is something that was big in my family, too. My sister-in-law had a baby at the very beginning of COVID. And my in-laws, like, they could not go. And it sucked. It was awful. But, like... Yeah, you don't want to be responsible for another tragic story like is happening here or did happen here over the summer where like a pregnant lady got COVID and then died after giving birth of complications from COVID. Like, just yeah. don't fucking do not it. Wor- it. It's not worth the risk. And uh-uh. especially the fact that this was in November. This was like a week before Thanksgiving this year. Like, yeah. it was awful here. And every like the CDC was saying, like, do not fucking travel right mm-hmm. now. Like, don't do it. But people did because obviously, 
everyone in this country is selfish as fuck. Um, and that does not that including every single person in this episode. So yeah. Calling all of you out. (laughs) Um, Sorry. (laughs) I do understand. Like, I think there was the argument that somebody needed to be there to, to watch Felicity, which is true because Jeremy was going to be there with Ginger, but like both sets of parents did not need to travel to LA for the birth. Sorry. Mm -hmm. They weren't even able to be in the room because of COVID. So like, what's the point? Aren't all of Jeremy's siblings grown? I think so. So like they could have come two weeks earlier theoretically and quarantined in a hotel and done it safely. There are safe ways to do it. I understand. Like, like I said, I understand that like maybe somebody would have had to come, but like this was not okay. Also, there was a scene when Ginger was going into labor and they were walking in the hospital. They were right outside the hospital and there were people all around them. And he was just holding his mask. Uh (laughs) Jeremy was. It's like, dude, you have to put that on even if you're fucking outside, if you're around people. Yeah. Especially at a hospital where there's probably people with COVID. Yes, exactly. That's the number one place you would want to wear is outside a hospital, I think. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Anyway, but that doesn't surprise me because we've seen so many pictures of Jeremy like at church events, mm-hmm. which is like crowded, stupid. Because I'm sure they're like, "Oh, Ginger's not going to this church event because she's pregnant, and we don't want to risk it." But then he fucking goes and like has people cough in his eyeballs, and then he goes and coughs on her face. Yep, it's dumb. Because you know he coughs on her face. Yes. <clears throat> so yeah, the plan is actually it was it was nice because. Ginger um, did go to a hospital, which she did with her first baby, but she actually had an epidural too. And I don't uh-huh. remember if she had one with Felicity, but she did most because she okay, said she that did. she did um, because they had to induce Felicity. Oh, right, right. But many of the other Duggar girls, if not all of them, like they refuse to use a epidural unless it's like medically necessary, mm-hmm. like if they have to get a C-section or something, obviously. But yeah. um, God gave us this pain to punish us for our sins. There's no fucking reason for you to be in that pain. I'm sorry. Like, you can get the epidural and it's fine. Yeah. So, but yeah, she had a really easy labor, which is great, Mm -hmm. um, which is good for them. And they have the baby. But also, I wanted to say, before we get into that, Ginger was talking about her current pregnancy to her mom when her mom came in and was like, I think I'm like 70% effaced. Is that good? And I just want to be like, this is your second fucking pregnancy. And even if you didn't go through the same stuff as you did, like, because I know she was induced with Felicity. She didn't mm-hmm. go into natural labor. Labor, You should have done re- research yeah, on like, this. Yeah, like, that's what the whole birth coach was. I was like, get an app for it. And then, like, yes. I'm sure there's an app that tells you a guesstimate of how far along you are in labor yeah. based on your... It's just, she just like seemed to have no idea what she was talking about for any of it. And it's like, girl, I feel like I am more prepared for you to give birth than you are. Like (laughs) I, as somebody who's never been pregnant, but wants to be a mom someday. And I'm honestly, I'm just like kind of fascinated by pregnancy in general. Like I've done a lot of research on it and I haven't even needed to use it. Like how can somebody who is pregnant not even like, oh, maybe I should pick up what to expect when you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Or like fucking Google it ever. Like they didn't know Google. anything about contractions, which they didn't have to do in the first one because they were on a monitor. But like, right. still, you I should think know up about until them. that point. You should have been reading. Exactly. Too. Like you didn't know your baby wasn't going to get him out on its own. Yeah. And also this is her. Se- and she was still the same way. And this was her second pregnancy. Like you had yeah. two pregnancies to research pregnancy. Just like no curiosity. It's. I, I don't get it at all. Um, I don't either. 
Okay, and so here we go. I'm gonna I'm about to go on another rant. Hell yeah. And this is like completely separate from everything. Um, so they have the baby, and her name is Evangeline Joe, which I thought it was Evangeline. Every time I've I've never heard it pronounced Evangeline. It's I'm sure they just heard it like a British person or something because like they say like Coraline and stuff yeah. and Caroline. Well, I know like so. Madeline. I I know some of them are like that, but for this one, I, I and maybe I it is. I, I just always thought never... it was Evangeline too, and I think it's just one of those names yeah. that can be both ways. True. Anyway, so they said it, her name is Evangeline Joe, but they so here's here's my here's where my rant comes in. So when they were introducing the baby to Felicity, they had her call her Evie as uh-huh. a nickname. Okay. In August, Joy had a baby named Evelyn that they call Evie. Uh-huh. How? <laughs> Why? You can and I don't think I think it's fine for them to be Evangeline and Evelyn like there's a little similarities but that's fine but to use the exact same nickname as your sister used for her baby three months earlier is weird. i'm telling you right now i would be fucking pissed if i were joy like i would be so annoyed oh yeah 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 i don't know that's so wild that's a that's probably a more personal thing i know that there's been some talk about that on some of the duggar subreddits and like some people are really like why would anyone be bothered by that? But like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, I'd be fucking pissed. I mean, I'd be mad if someone named their dog the same thing as my dog right yeah, after I yeah. got him. Because I'd be like, this is my dog. Right. And it's it'd be one thing if it was like, I don't know, like somebody you knew from high school or something. But like, mm-hmm. that's your sister. Your sister did it and right after you did. it's not like a family did. name. It's not like you both have two Josephs or something. Like Exactly. Yeah. It's... And they're in like with Evangeline, there are so many different nicknames you could use with that. Like, why don't you go with one of those instead of the same one your sister used? But I guess we'll just call it Evie and Evie Joe. Evie and Evie Joe. Okay. Evie Jovo. Evie Jove. Evie Jove Wolo. Yeah, it's a lot of a name. It's it's a lot. It's yeah, it's. Uh, oh, speaking of names, did you notice that Austin's name is Austin with an I? Middle name mm-hmm. Martin with a Y, Forsyth mm-hmm. with a Y. Like, why mm-hmm. didn't they name him Austin with a Y? Yeah, I would have really, or Martin with like, yeah. If they if they were gonna do two of them, like, you might as well do all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was just very upset by that when I saw it on the invitation. I get that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff bothers me too. Like the symmetry of the names and uh-huh. like it's off and like you could have done it but you didn't do it. <sighs> But let's see, this was their 19th grandchild for Michelle and Jim mm-hmm. Bob. So they're officially 19 kids and counting again. 19 grandkids and counting, yeah. And there's already at least one more on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Felicity proved again that Spurgeon is a fucking nightmare because Felicity, Felicity was, was so sweet. Just like, <gasps> baby Evie Joe. It was so cute. I was like, I can't be watching this right now. Yeah. Like, so it's not a problem with the bloodline. It's just that Spurgeon is Satan. Spurgy cousin is just. <sighs> yeah. We'll have to. Yeah. He's the cats really agrees. Cat does not like Spurgy. Yeah. She fucking hates Spurgy. She would attack <laughs> Spurgy because Spurgy would totally pull her tail. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's that's about all I had to say about the special. It was really short and I'm sure there'll be a full length episode of this. Mm-hmm. in the upcoming season but um 
Yeah. I thought that since this just came out, it would be good if we talked about it a little bit to be a little bit relevant since all this other stuff is from like 2017 or something. I know. Well, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, did they do two seasons a year? Because we're still five seasons behind present. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think a lot of times they do. That means they're having like two babies and two weddings a year, which I guess makes sense because there's 20 of them. Yeah, it's oh. and it's like we're at the point now where like so many of them are at that age um, that it's like crazy and it's like every day there's new shit. Do you think Duggar stuff is going to die down once they all get married and then it will come up again when like their kids start getting married? Or do you think the first kids that are being born like in this wave will be marrying by the time the last baby Duggars are married off? That's the thing, too, because, like, if you think about the, the range of ages, like, Josh is, like, I don't know, how, like, 20-some years older than Josie. Let's see. Josh Duggar, born 88. Okay. God, is he really that young? He does not look that young. <laughs> he looks old <laughs> as fuck. Josie, I think, was in 10, maybe, or 11? 2009. Nine. So okay. they are... So 21 mm, years apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah, if you think about like his kids are going to be at probably 20 some years older than her kids. So like when her kids are being born, his kids will be like getting married and having uh-huh. babies. So I think that there's just like always going to be shit going on. It's wild. It's yeah. wild. But I think that about covers it for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have anything you'd like to say about this section of Duggar episodes or whatever we talked about today or if you have any suggestions for things you'd like us to cover in the new year mm-hmm. please send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com yep and you can find us anywhere on social media pretty much literally anywhere at mm-hmm. TV Literate. Um we are on Patreon Instagram Facebook Twitter Tumblr Reddit I don't know. We're just literally stalking <laughs> fundies and 90 Day Fiance cast members on every platform we can find. Wherever we possibly can. I love you, Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that about does it. We want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. I know that for me, this podcast has been one of the very few bright points of 2020 was doing this podcast and i am so excited to keep doing it in 2021 and keep growing our growing our trash base so if you have anyone in your life you think would like to join the trash kingdom (laughs) let them know you want to be trash (laughs) babies with us yeah (laughs) yeah i mean yes i too feel the same way about this podcast and i have been so amped every time we hit a new milestone Mm -hmm. and after last episode last week, or right before we published our episode last week, we hit 5,000 listens, which thanks yeah, you guys. We that's really you. awesome. Every single time we hit one of these milestones, we're like more excited than I could ever say. Uh-huh. We text back and forth and they're like, ah, just screaming. So thank you guys so much for all of your support. We really and truly love and appreciate all of you. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye-bye.